Vagaka. It's the 12th of October 2022. So the Buddha, he taught about the Four Noble Truths. This truth of dukkha, this um, dissatisfaction, stress, suffering, and the cause that gives rise to dukkha, the cessation of dukkha, and the path of practice that leads to that cessation of dukkha. So when we talk about that path of practice that leads to the ending of suffering, we know about this well. This is dana, sila, bhavana. It's generosity and virtue, mental cultivation. You could also say it's sila, samadhi, and panya. It's virtue, collectedness, and wisdom. And so sila, it's the composure, it's collectedness over our body and speech. We see that in this world, that problems arise, and that's a matter of sila, really a matter of generosity and sila. And so some people have wealth, and then they cling to that wealth. And it may not be a lot, may just be a thousand baht, which isn't a lot of money, it's about 30 US dollars. But still, they can cling tightly to that wealth. And some person may come to steal that. And due to that sense of clinging to it, that possession they have over it, then they uh, chase that person and try to get their money back. But the person who stole that money, the thief, they have anger arise and they don't have mindfulness there, they don't have sila there, and their minds are in a very weak state, their mindfulness is not strong. And so they can harm physically uh, this person they stole from, or maybe even kill them. So if this quality of sila, dhamma, it's virtue, generosity. If this doesn't return to the world, uh, then it will be a catastrophe. It will be difficult to live in this world. And the reason why things are so chaotic here is because of this lack of moral integrity. But if people have dana, if they're generous, and if someone steals from them, they may think, well, I'll just give it away, I'll just give it to them. So in the Vinaya, the text on the monastic discipline, uh, there's, it's spoken about or written there that if a monk is staying in the forest, then he needs to have some way of creating fire. And so these days maybe have a lighter with them. Uh, because if someone comes uh, wanting fire and they ask, for some fire from the monk, it may be a robber, for instance, Then, and the monk can't provide it, then this robber may harm that monk. And so this is written in the Vinaya. And so we need to be careful. If people come to us wanting something, and then they snatch it from us, and we chase after them wanting it back, then we may lose our lives due to that. 
Because many people, they're lacking in sila. And, and so with them, then they just can't find this freedom from suffering. So those who have sila, um, they have peace in this present moment, and they're willing to give. And so those who have generosity and virtue, then they have this peace. They don't want to harm one another. And then they engage in this practice. And so the development of the mind, bhavana, is something that's more important because the days and the nights are constantly passing by. So what are we doing right now? All the people that we know, many of them have become separated from us. And for those who are still here, we don't know when they're going to depart, but we do know that they need to go. Uh, Because no one stays in this world forever. And this world is this very body, these four elements. And reality, it's just anicca, dukkha, anatta. It's always changing and stressful and not self. It's empty. But the thing is, is that we don't see that. And so the Buddha, he had great wisdom. And he gave some similes for us to study. So he said uh, that form, it's like... Um, it's like foam on a river. And so in India, there's the Ganges River, and every country has uh, its own great rivers. Uh, so in Thailand, the Chao Phraya River, for instance. And it's natural that on those rivers, there'll be some foam. And the Buddha said that that is like this form, uh, that it just disappears, it just vanishes, just like this form. And we can't find any essence within that form. It's just empty. And then Vedana is feeling. It's like rain that falls uh, during the hot season. And when that rain falls onto the river, then there will be some bubbles that appear. But those bubbles appear and then they vanish, just like Vedana, just like this feeling. It comes up and then it stays for just a short time and then it disappears. It's empty. We're not able to find a self within that. And the third of these khandas, these aggregates, is that of sanya, it's memory or perception. And it's like during the hot season. And when the weather is very hot like that, and if we look to the distance, um, then we will see a mirage. Just like being in the desert, if we look far away, it looks like there's water there. But when we come close up, then we realize it's not there. So sanya's memory or perception is empty in this way. And then there's sankhara, it's conditions or this proliferation. There is 
the conditions of forms and the mental conditions. But we can't find an essence in any of that because it's not there. So, and then there's the uh, trying to find, uh, going to the forest and finding a tree to build houses with. And so like the poles, um, the stilts that people use to build their houses. And so if they go into the forest and they're not able to find any proper trees, there's only banana trees there. And so they cut one down and then peel the outer layers and they carry on peeling the layers off and they won't find any hardwood. The whole thing will just be gone. And so there's no hardwood there within it. There's no kind of purpose or essence there. And just like in these uh, sankharas, these conditions, there's no essence. And vinyana, the sense consciousness, it's like a magician who is performing tricks. And so these days, different magicians can form uh, many different uh, displays. And it looks like it's real, but it's not actually real. There's no essence, there's no truth there within it. It's empty. So when the eye sees a form, or when our ears hear sounds, uh, when there's odor that contacts the nose, taste that contacts the tongue, tactile sensations with the body, or dhamma aramanas arising within the mind. Can we find any essence there within that? And then this vijnana that comes up, the sense consciousness, well, where is that? It's like when we hear a sound, then there needs to be something there that takes that sound in, that meets with that sound, and that connects that to the nerves so that this feeling of hearing arises. But that feeling of hearing just comes and goes, just like the feeling of seeing something. But we gain the understanding that I am the one that sees. And, but really that's just vijnana. And so it all happens like this, so like the eye seeing a form and the ear hearing sounds. It all happens in this way. And there's no essence there, there's no substance to it, just like a magician's trick. So the Buddha taught straight in this way. Why is it that we don't see this, however? Why is it that we don't yet know? It's because wisdom hasn't arisen, our samadhi isn't firm, our mindfulness isn't really there with our minds. So when we know that this is the case, what we should do is put forth our effort. Being aware that life is not sure, but death is certain. And really go for this practice. Putting efforts into walking meditation, sitting meditation, training our mindfulness. And it's not really complicated, there's not a lot there. But what we do is we just really give the practice our best to really go for it. And that's how Venerable Ajahn Chah taught. He said to have a lot of mindfulness, to train the mind so that it doesn't go into liking or disliking and just carry on practicing in this way. 
he didn't feel the need to talk a lot and to talk about the theory of the practice, to go through the scriptures. But rather he said, just just practice. He said to close the books and do a lot of walking meditation, sitting meditation, do this a lot, develop this a lot. And in no long time, the mind will reach a place of stillness and peace. And when it's still and calm like this, then we see the results of our practice. Both the body and the mind feel light, and the heart is filled with happiness and contentment. It's joyful in this way. And so do this. Really set yourself on this. Be sincere in this. And so like for the monks who have given up a lot already, they may be studying, but they give up their studying. Well, some people have completed their work already, their occupations, and then they set their hearts on this practice. Really training this mind, this knowing element, so that wisdom grows within it. And so when we see the truth already, then what we see is that there's no me, there's no you. It's just emptiness. Just like these five khandhas that we depend upon. They're not me, they're not mine. That I am not in these khandhas. That me and these khandhas, they're different things. I am not the khandhas, the khandhas are not me. This form is empty. And so if form is empty, then emptiness and form are the same thing. That within form there is emptiness, and within emptiness there is form. And that is conventions. But really all of this is anatta, this is not self. So give this a go in your contemplation. It's like if you're thinking about something, then follow up on those thoughts. What are you thinking about? If you're thinking about this thing, well, is that thing really there? And is are you really there? And follow up on that. What you see is that it's not there. It's like if a memory comes up, well, is that me? A memory of ourselves when we were children, something from the past. But that form there in the past wasn't you. And this form in the present moment, that's not you either. This form of a child in the past, maybe a student at school, that's not you, it's not self, it's just form. And so these forms are these coarse bodies or subtle bodies, bodies in the past and the future and the present, none of those are self. They're all empty. So we teach our minds like this, and so that they see in this way, they see into emptiness, and we can abandon this self. We can get to the state where we put down uh, any idea of a being, an individual, a me or a you. We walk along this path of sila, samadhi and panya until we see the Dhamma, attain to the Dhamma, And that will happen in no long time, if we really go for it, if we set our hearts on it. And so we should be intent on seeing things in this way, in this life. And once we've seen the Dhamma, then the next stages of our 
meditation are not difficult, that that just happens by itself. So throughout the day we can ask ourselves, what is it that we're attached to? And whatever that is, we need to be very cautious around that thing, around whatever it is that we're clinging to. So like a monk who's attached to his robes, or someone who's attached to their beautiful house, or maybe someone who's attached to their work, because there can be concerns that arise. We need to be careful around those concerns, because if we die, then we'll be born right at that place. So be very careful there. We need to be really cautious, and we need to let go. If we do good things, meritorious things, skillful things, then put those down as well. And keep the mind in a bright and joyful space, seeing that letting go is the most important thing. And so we do that along with our practice. So may you train like this, practice in this way, so that you can see into emptiness, so that you can free your mind from suffering. May you be intent on this.